Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Lackadaisical Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan, and with me today, we got Ben. Hello. We got Vinny. Yo. And returning again due to the outstandingly crazy popular demand, we got Marino Mangled. Back at it again at Krispy Kreme. He sure is. But today, we're also missing Patrick. Um due to scheduling issues. It's all he, Jordan's fault. It, it, it is my fault. Um, he wasn't able to record today because he had work, and yeah. Although, to be fair, uh, if we did do it yesterday, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Oh, okay. Well, okay, now I don't feel as bad. All right, I, I don't feel as bad now. All right, cool. You know, fuck Patrick, actually. You know what? Fuck you, Patrick. He's Just not kidding. listening to this. He doesn't listen to the podcast. That, that was kind of the <laughs> idea, you idiot. Who think he is? Well, well, I listen to our podcast. When you edit yeah. it. When I edit it. <laughs> I, I haven't listened to the podcast. I I have not listened since while. episode two. My dad listens to the podcast. Cool. Shout out to my dad. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, definite shout out to Ben's dad. Um, I, Ben's I'm still, dad is a pretty cool guy. I still feel honored that he listens <laughs> to our podcast. Yeah. Like, I, I still feel honored that he does because it's like, wow. Of all people who got his attention, listen to our stupid podcast. Yeah. I it's think my dad listened guys, to like the suck. first two minutes of mine. Do what, Marino? I think my dad listened to the first two minutes of my podcast. I'm, I'm really glad he didn't listen to the rest. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm sorry. <laughs> that, Given that the conversations that I've heard you guys have spoken about <laughs> on there, maybe it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. My uh my sister listened to three seconds of episode one and said, Nope, I can't handle Jordan's voice just pisses me off too much. Excuse wait. Who, which sister, the older or younger? Younger. Oh, okay, that's fine. Oh, yeah. well, who cares about her? Yeah, who cares about her? <laughs> She's not an adult. Her opinion doesn't matter yet. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah. So how you guys been anyway, doing? Anyway. Let's go no, to... No, no, no. ask. please. I want to ask how everyone's been doing first. Yeah. Been doing pretty good. Been watching a lot of wrestling, a lot of MMA... Been playing a lot of video games. I'm trying to drag it out a little bit so Vinny misses out the rest of the episode. What? Fuck you, Jordan. You're trying to fuck Vinny over? Maybe. No. Just trying way. to extend the episode so that I have to leave early. No, I just want to cause him unnecessary anxiety. But yeah, go ahead. Terrible person. I am. Uh, how about you, Marina? I've been suffering from severe depression. But hey, that's just December. <laughs> Everyone suffers from depression during December. This huh? got dark. I'm glad. Yeah. Very quickly. I got a dog. But I guess somebody had to do it. Patrick's not here. I got a dog who's sleeping on the floor instead of the bed. Let me fix that. Okay. Right. Well, that's how Vinny's doing. Let's jump into topic. Uh, Marina, you want to start us off? Yeah. Hi. Um, hello. Hello. <laughs> the Video Game Awards just happened. By the time it you're did. listening to this, this is all news, but well, it yeah, happened it recently. Very recently. Yeah. Kind like of. Last Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, what was that, the 6th of December? Uh, yep. Yes. Day before Smash. Yeah. 
I remember so vividly because I was expecting something Metroid related to be announced, and then nope, nothing. Fuck you. Something we Metroid related was announced. Fighter. The new DLC characters for Smash. But that's not Metroid related. Yeah, it is. Smash but Metroid has characters Samus are in, Met- in and Smash. Ridley. And Dark Samus. I hate you both. <laughs> Hell, the Metroids themselves appear as its look, trophies. Look, if you didn't want me to be a smartass, you shouldn't have told me to join this fucking podcast. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Go ahead, Marino. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I I enjoyed it um, a lot. Now, there mm-hmm. were things that I was expecting, but... It's not E3. I'll just put it that way. Like when they kept saying that there are a lot of announcements here, even before the show, I was like, "Sun to tame my expectations." Um, yeah, I said, but did not. <laughs> I really did like it. Um, and one of the things I liked, I think this is like the fifth one they've done now. It was so much like less cringy. I don't like using that word. But they cut out like a lot of the bullshit. Like they didn't have the Gillette Fusion Man, and they didn't have like the eBay really... game deals of the hour yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Like the only thing I thought was funny were the the truth ads or whatever um, yeah. about like vaping or whatever. But for the most part, I mean, it was it was very straightforward. It was very very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, it was better than last I, year for sure. So. I enjoyed my time watching it, I'll put it that way. Yeah, as did I. Well, all of us for the most part, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. it was pretty... Uh, I found it very entertaining. Um, of course, I had my hopes up for it the whole way because, you know, Metroid. But, like, that being that aside, I still enjoyed it. Like, the presentations sort of thing were nice. The way they had it, you know, the guy tried to just, like, you know, muscle through it for the first half. You know, all right, let's get all this shit out of the way. All right. Uh, trailer announcement announcement Tra- or not announcement um trailer you know announcement thingy um and award award and then trailer award award whatever the hell it was, it was they had an order to it mm-hmm. and he tried to get by you know somewhat quickly and get all the the small stuff out of the way so they could take their time with the bigger stuff at least that's what it seemed like to me yeah. um but one thing i noticed pretty well go ahead is it just felt really long in fact, like it, it did, yeah. yeah I was it expecting it to end at eleven, and it ended at like midnight. Because mm-hmm. I was supposed to go pick up Smash Brothers at nine, and it was like eight forty-five, and they're just saying, "And coming soon, the game of the year." After this Red Dead concert, I'm like, I, I, I don't think it was eight forty-five. I think it was more like eight fifteen or eight thirty. Because I made it to GameStop in time just to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um. But it did feel like it was dragging on quite a bit. And not a bad dragging on. It's just like, wow, this is still going. Even E3 press conferences don't last this long. But Yeah, it was a good three-hour show. Something like that. Mm-hmm. You know one thing I was disappointed with, though? Mm. They said Joseph Fares would be there, and he wasn't. He was. He was? Where? Right at the beginning. Oh. Was that like during the pre-show or what? I don't remember. Because I, I jumped Let in like... Let me look Okay, because I, I don't remember seeing him. Because I started when... Because it was a pre-show where they're even announcing awards and then they started like the actual show. And that's right when I started watching. 
That's is the pre-show, yeah. yeah. Okay. What did he say? Like, did he say fuck the Oscars again or what? Basically, yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Oh, you're talking about that guy? You're talking about yeah. that guy? Yeah, he was there. Yeah, at the pre-show, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. I really like that guy. I, I love his game that he put out earlier this year, A Way Out. Mm-hmm. He's pretty cool. Well, you guys want to talk about some announcements that they made? Let's uh, talk about that Smash announcement. <laughs> well, no, let's go in order. Let's go in order. Yeah. Let's... So bit. first up, uh, maybe not first up, but the first up on this game spot list that I have here, I, I don't know what list you guys are going. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 was a really cool fucking surprise. That looked nice. I don't think I've ever played an Ultimate Alliance game. Neither have I. They're not bad. They're kind of like Diablo-like games, except I've it's Marvel characters. Hmm. Whoever wants to take the next game can. Can, can I, if you want. Not a game, but I do want to announce something that made me extremely happy was having Sean Layden, Phil Spencer, and Reggie on the stage that at the was, same yeah, time. That, that was just, That warmed my heart. <laughs> like, that made me yeah. very happy. I'm sitting there thinking, oh, they're going to announce crossplay, and then they just didn't fucking do anything at all. Mm-hmm. No, they just they walked said, up hey, and said, hey, come watch the show. Yeah. And it's like, wow, they were all there for a reason, but like... Apparently, Sean wasn't like... Um, because apparently Sean, like, left right after that. Um, <laughs> which, I mean, makes sense. They're not ready to announce anything. Yeah. At all. And I'm just happy that they flew them all out. I mean, Reggie and Phil were on the stage at one point, but Phil wasn't. But the fact that they can get them all together in one spot, I'm pretty sure that's never happened. At least publicly. So, so yeah, that, like, made me very happy. No. No, it has not. I don't yeah, think. That, that was fantastic. Like just seeing, it, it was like seeing three gods up on the stage at one time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like no, all Miyamoto our... wasn't up there, huh? Miyamoto wasn't up there. Well, no, but I mean Reggie Sakurai wasn't there. Reggie Sakurai wasn't there. Reggie's close enough. Well, he can't. Well, oh no, wait. Never mind. Why did I just fucking mix him up with Iwata? Jesus Christ! Never mind. I'm gonna shut up the rest of this podcast. <laughs> Whoops. Look, Reggie's close enough, though. Reggie's awesome. They had the American close. presidents. We'll put it that way. Well, yeah, that yeah. Made the most they sense. Had, if they were exactly. into that, they would have had Shuei Yoshida on stage and stuff yeah. like that. So, I mean, why have you know the leader, the president of Nintendo, come out and and barely speak any English? You know, oh, the actual president of Nintendo. Mm-hmm. He can speak English. I'm pretty sure. Well, fair enough. I think he used to work in the European branch. I did. I did look it up real quick. He can speak fully fluent English. Okay, fair enough. He was the accountant for the German uh, office for ten hmm. years. Fair enough. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That was a that was an awesome moment. Uh, very heartwarming for the gamers and us. Next on that list, <laughs> we had that leaked game. I saw that on Twitter. Like what? Two days before the awards were announced, something, something like that. Like that. Uh, it was Far Cry New Dawn. And it's uh, supposed to be releasing February 15th, so not too long from now. Same day as Anthem and Crackdown. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm Far excited Cry for Far Cry. Yeah. Um, especially because it's a direct sequel to um, Far Cry 5. And it's just kind of funny because it's, you know, the Colts talking about the entire game about a nuke going off at the end of the game. And you're kind of like thinking about 
you, you want to take down the cult and at the end you're like wow they were they were right <laughs> and now this <laughs> game is about that <laughs> and what i'm excited about is it's only 40 bucks like i mean yeah. i would have bought it for 60 but for 40 i'm like yeah that, that's cool I, i'll yeah. buy that for that well i mean that's something i guess like um uncharted the lost legacy isn't it like akin to that like well i don't know how this is if this is a shorter game or what i mean it's got to be if it's only 40 bucks but right um you know i I, go ahead what were you gonna say sorry i was just gonna say like it wasn't lost legacy slightly shorter as well compared to the other uncharted games well remember lost legacy was originally supposed to be dlc for uncharted 4 right and not a full-fledged game they only decided to do that later down the line yeah I want to say Lost Legacy is about like six hours or so. Okay. Like there's some right. shorter linear missions and then you got the mission that's open world and that one's like two or three hours long and then it kind of goes back to linear stuff. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it in, in my head, it's something akin to that, you know, right. An extra add on that was too big for DLC, but easy enough to be sold as a standalone for 40 bucks, mm-hmm. which I like that. I like that concept a lot. Because you get another physical copy of the it's, game with that, like it's it's, nice. it's basically the concept that they they've been going with since Blood Dragon. Oh, let's go and make this like you know little side game. You know, we'll kind of attach it to the main game by releasing it really close afterwards. But you know, because Far Cry Three had Blood Dragon, Far Cry Four had Primal that released right after it, and then now this one has New Dawn. Right. Far Cry 5 also had like pretty substantial DLC though cuz like the first one was about Vietnam I think, second one was about Mars and then the third one was about DLC, but they were all their own self-contained stories. I'm not saying they were full game worthy, but mm-hmm. it's kind of cool that if they're considering New Dawn as DLC, it's a pretty substantial DLC. Mhm. So, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Looks good. I have yet to uh fully play Far Cry game. Remember back in the day when I was playing Far Cry 3, when mm-hmm. I was new to PC gaming? I, I need to really get back into that and play that game like from the beginning through and through because I I really have a feeling I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of it. They're not like, perfect games, point. but they're they're fun. They're Yeah. Especially 5. 5 had a lot of problems. I'm not even going to mm-hmm. lie, but it was it was a good in-between game because I think it came out March when there was like nothing to play. So Right. Yeah, like I think I still have Far Cry 3. Um, digitally, so I'll, I'll go through and like try and play that at some point. Add that to the backlog, if you will. <laughs> but yeah, seems pretty good. All right, so next on the list, uh, we got Super Giant's new game. It's a roguelike dungeon crawler called Hades. It looks a lot like Transistor. Seems pretty cool. Yeah, it's in early access. Yeah, sure. Is. Yeah, on the Epic Store. Exclusive to the Epic Store right now and out on Steam. Mm. Didn't Epic pick up a lot of things throughout the show? Yeah, mm-hmm. they picked they up a lot of exclusive games. Now, I don't know how well that's going to work out for them, but hopefully it works out well. I like more competition, you know, against Steam. Yeah, I think it's cool, especially with them doing the 88-12 cut or whatever, where it's 70-30 mm-hmm. on, well, supposedly 7-30 on uh, Steam, so... Yeah, seventy thirty is apparently the standard from what I heard. Uh, so yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, then we got Anthem. Which I, I do want to say real quick on Anthem is that it looks better than I was expecting it to. Mm-hmm. Which maybe I was just like, 
you know, disappointed with how it looked early on because it was early on in development. And now we're getting closer to release date. But I'm going to wait till it actually drops and reviews come out to actually judge if it's cool or not. Yeah. Because, I mean, it looks really neat, <laughs> I think. Yeah, it looks cool. nice. Problem with Anthem is they're not explaining enough of what the game is. Like, I mm-hmm. think it wasn't until this trailer where they actually discussed what the story was about. And they yeah. keep saying you get really cool mechs and you get to shoot stuff, but it's like, so What's are the there place? raids What's or there the... strikes, kind of like, like Destiny? Like, like what if is I want the really cool mechs game? and want to shoot stuff, I can just go replay Titanfall. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to wait on this one, especially because, like I said, Crackdown and Far Cry comes out that day. And I'm still mm-hmm. probably going to be digging through Kingdom Hearts 3 at that time. <laughs> I hope Anthem does well, because if not, Bioware is in some massive trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm not personally interested in it at the time. Regardless, it just looks neat. Next on the list, we got a big one here, actually. Uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. They're remaking Crash Team Racing. And... Weren't we just talking about it being re-released the other day? Yes, we were. I don't know why, but we were just talking about that the other day. Like, it needs to be released, and then suddenly, boom, announced. Maybe it was something about the PS1 Classic. It was. Yeah, probably. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, that's that. I think that's fucking awesome because not only you know is that an awesome game being remastered, that gives us something else to play besides Mario Kart. You know, we want to play a racing game, something like that. We got something besides Mario Kart. Yeah. I'm curious if that game warrants a forty dollar price, ta- uh, price tag, though. It probably does. It's just weird that I wouldn't. You could get Crash One. They just released an entire collection for forty bucks. For forty bucks, I'm gonna pay for one game for forty bucks. I'm with Ben on that. Like, yeah. I mean, if it had the stuff from Crash Nitro Kart as well, or was that the GameCube one, the one that came after? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that'd be a different story. But I think this is just the PlayStation One version, right? I don't. Yeah, it's just the PS One game. So that's why I'm, I'm just curious if it actually warrants a $40 price tag. Fair enough. I mean... Yeah, the GameCube ones, by the way, were Nitro Kart and Tag Team Racing. Okay. okay. So there were three games? Yeah, there were three uh, racing games. So I wonder why they just didn't do all three. And, and before releases and all three are there. <laughs> right. Which would be nice. That would Pro- make it worth Probably it because the games that people are wanting remastered are the Naughty Dog games. And Nitro Kart is a Naughty Dog game, whereas, or uh, not Nitro Kart, uh, Team Racing is a ni- uh, Naughty Dog game. Jesus fucking Christ. Mm-hmm. And Nitro Kart, uh, that's Vicarious Visions, and Tag Team Racing is Radical Entertainment. Ah, mm. uh, okay. It looks good. It, it looks absolutely beautiful. I love it. Uh, next on the list, we got The Outer Worlds. Obsidian's Hype. new game. Hashtag hype. It's very fallout. much. It's space Fallout. I've never played Fallout, so I don't know. Which I mean, it's from the creator of Fallout, and it's from the same studio that did Fallout New Vegas. So now we we have to look at this through a different lens, though, because like even though it's from the creator of Fallout, you have to remember this guy made two Fallout games, and the studio went bankrupt and had to sell it to Bethesda. But Obsidian, who in my opinion made the best Fallout game. I don't know. I, I'm excited. I'll put it that way. 
the mm. game looks more like Borderlands to me, if you ask. But I'm excited nonetheless. Like, just if I can get more New Vegas, I'm totally on board. Yeah, it it seems it seems to be pretty good. I, th- I thought it like Ben and I started laughing when we saw it because it was like, oh my god, it's space fallout. <laughs> <laughs> like it looks cool. Yeah, because they'd been talking like they wanted to make a new Fallout game, but Bethesda just didn't want them to. I think they were jealous because they knew they made a better Fallout game than they did. Well, you know you know what they did, right? What Bethesda did? What they pulled on them? The Metacritic thing? Yeah. They, they, they put the release date to be sooner than it needed to be. Like, I think they wanted a delay to, like, be able to, like, actually polish the game. But Bethesda wouldn't let them do that. And made them release it when it wasn't actually 100% ready to be released. That way, it wouldn't do as good in the Metacritic stores, and they wouldn't have to pay them bonus pay. See, that's that's horrible, because wasn't it yeah. like if they got a 85, they all got a bonus, but the game got an 84? Yes. And like wow. a bunch of people got laid off. That's sad. <laughs> like That's wow. fucking that's bullshit. Just, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of That's a sad up. story. Yeah, holy shit. That's fucked up. Well, hell. Which studio did they have to sell to Bethesda, by the way? Was it Interplay or Black Isle? Interplay. I'm pretty sure. It says here Interplay's still around. Because someone went on to make Wasteland, but I don't think it was the same studio. But No, that I want to say... Oh, Black Isle is what closed. Okay. They shut down Black Isle. Okay. Okay. I didn't think it got sold. Because, like, I thought the way it went was, like, they sold Fallout to Bethesda. But, like, they still technically owned Fallout. Bethesda, like, just had a license or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's it. Yep, that is what happened. Because Interplay was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do Fallout Online, like, right after Fallout 3 came out. And then Bethesda sued them. And now they have, like, the rights to everything post- tactics or something that's a clusterfuck huh. right there <laughs> a little bit what the hell is what i meant to be saying hello games is making the last campfire i think at this point i started texting because i when i heard hello that's games nice. lost interest like <laughs> i don't care if no man's sky is a good game now i still was bombed out by it and I refused to put it back in my PlayStation, so let's put it that <laughs> yeah. way. Understandable. I mean the last campfire will be a Hello Games short from the No Man's Sky developer. It will be an adventure full of lost folk, strange creatures and mysterious ruins. With their NMS update this year, Hello Games seems to be ready on a roll. Not really, but we'll see. I mean I think I think with this game I'm probably not as like down on it. Because they're not promising a bunch of shit like with No Man's Sky. Like, I they think... promised the fucking world in terms of, like, what type of a game No Man's Sky was going to be. Whereas this is supposed to be just a short little indie, you know, adventure. So, I'm interested in it. I don't know. But I can see why you'd be down on it. I can't act like they didn't completely fuck up No Man's Sky on launch. Right. For as much as I enjoyed it, you know. For all ten minutes of it. I played like nine hours. Oh, okay. Fair enough. 
I still want to touch. I, I still want to get the game and try it. Like, if I ever see it for ten dollars, I definitely want to try it. Did you just shoot the bird at me for saying that? <laughs> Why? Don't fucking support him. Spy it used for ten bucks. That's, That's what I'm not saying. If him. I see it for ten bucks on Let Go or something, I gotta support him doing it that way. <laughs> Anyways, Reno obviously has salt with that company. <laughs> yeah. Um, PUBG has got a winter map. Next. No one cares about PUBG. I, I like that trailer. I saw a joke <laughs> about like the the dude frozen in the snow or whatever, and they were like. That's what happened when Blackout came out, or uh, <laughs> Call of Duty came out. Mm-hmm. Actually, the one thing I'll say real quick about the trailer for, uh, you know, winter shit with PUBG. The birdie survived, and I was very, very happy because the birdie survived, okay? <laughs> the birdie was so cute. <laughs> it just hopping around, doing his thing. He just hopping around, being a cute little bird. Mm. And then he, you know, pulls a fucking pin on a grenade and blows up. And then it shows the nest where the eggs were. And it's like, oh my god, the birdie's dead and its eggs are there. And then the birdie flies in and the birdie survived. And I was just so happy. That was a good trailer just because of the birdie. But fuck PUBG. Yeah, I'll try it. Uh, then we got Studio Wildcard announces Atlas. This one pisses yeah, a lot of people off. Yeah, have they even finished Dark yet? Well consistently even on pc xbox playstation and even the uh watercolor painting version on the switch that game is not finished and yet they're announcing a game that's twelve thousand times the size of arc and it's like why don't you fix your game first before you release another one because they can't make money doing it's that. like if they announced no man's sky 2 the day after no man's sky launched <laughs> pretty much <laughs> this one will have multiplayer we promise have you guys seen the Switch version? No. No. It's I hilarious. Bitch about it, once. it looks like a watercolor painting. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Especially in handheld. Like, I'm, I'm going to look up a video. Hold on. Yeah. How, like, uh, I mean, it's good that it's on there, I guess. No, it's not. I, it was not bother? necessary. Like, Especially for 50 bucks. Oh, that sounds painful. Has an arc survived? It takes three minutes to load into the spawn screen. Oh my <laughs> god! It takes three minutes to load into character. I mean, you're trying to run it on a tablet, so I guess what can you expect? What can but, you expect? So what's oh not even go there? Like if you want to, if oh you want to look up PlayStation or Xbox footage, look that up too. That game is not. This looks complete. like you weren't <laughs> kidding. What the hell? Oh my god! Did it just freeze here? Oh my god, those fucking leaf textures are terrible. When he was just sitting there giggling like a schoolgirl at him. <laughs> what the fuck? This is so bad. This is yeah. like running this game on like low settings on a PC. Probably lower Potato than that. settings, dude. I'm pretty sure even PC low settings look better than that. Jesus. I remember the one time I tried to play it. It looks like a computer a cool that game. was good enough. I had a computer that was good enough to run it. And it ran at and I swear to God, I'm not exaggerating this, 15 frames a fucking second. Mm-hmm. Yeesh. It was so shittily fucking optimized that... Shittily. Even though I had the, uh, you know, good specs, it just ran like shit. It's kind of the same story with PUBG. Like, it's cool See, that PUBG they're releasing. See, PUBG for me ran fine. On PC. 
It still has slight problems with like on oh, Xbox. Yeah, the Xbox One version's terrible. I've seen that. Yeah, even on One X, it's bad. And now that was back in like March when I played it. I can't vouch for it anymore. But I just, I don't know. I don't understand why they release these games when they know they're nowhere near optimized. Mm-hmm. So, well, with PUBG, they can like get away with like, oh, it's early access. But it's in 1.0 now, so. They oh, it is in 1.0 on yeah. the Xbox now? Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> so I'm looking at this gameplay, and I don't normally care about how good a game looks, but this just hurts to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to watch it. When you know it, that it's not how the how game is supposed is. to look, yeah, you're gonna. it's going to bug Half you. Half the time, it's, like, completely frozen. And the other half, it's laggy as hell. Like, holy crap, man. I'll watch it. I'll watch it later. So, Ashen finally released. I installed that because it was on a Game Pass. And I remember hearing about it. What is it? But I don't know what the game is. It looked cool. It looks like Dark <laughs> if Souls. I remember but... it... It's like a roguelike game, but it's not single player. It requires Didn't they online, and everyone you beat up is like another person. Hmm. I, don't, I think it released on PS4. No, it's it was an Xbox, Xbox exclusive. PC. No, it definitely released on PS4 last year in 2017. I swear, didn't it? No. Oh You're no. Thinking of Absolver. What am I thinking of? There's another game that looks just like this then. Absolver. That never mind. Yep, that's the game. That's the game. That's the game. Whoops. Yeah. I'm just gonna shut up. Whoops. The that's rest okay. of this podcast. Nah. That's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. You just tend to do them more often than anyone here. I've made <laughs> too many. Um and then next we got Bioware teases Dragon Age 4. The backup plan if Anthem doesn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which I suppose is fair enough. I guess no one has anything to add to that one. Doesn't seem <laughs> On Dragon Age? Yeah. No, I've not played the Dragon Age games. Neither have I. I don't care about them, so. I need to, but... Um... And here we got a cute little indie game. New Stranger Things game. Fuck Stranger Things. Everyone who likes Stranger Things is a little bitch. I'm high-fiving Ben right now. Yeah, fuck yeah. So see, um, Ben and Marino rightfully dislike the the Stranger Things community because they're pretty... They're they're really weird, and there's a lot of people that are cringy, and a lot of people are just creepy um, because a lot of the actors are children. It's but, really overrated. I mean, I've never watched it, so I can't say. I was your joking, name. but th- you know what? I'm gonna let you two go to war. <laughs> oh, we're not gonna go to war or anything. I mean, Marino and I have already talked about it before. I, I You're enjoy the show. To war. You're gonna fight, and then Marino is never coming back on the podcast because you guys just hate each other over the fact that you can't have a simple opinion agreed upon when it comes to a TV show on Netflix. <laughs> we're gonna stop being friends. I think Jordan staff. and I. Had our other piece about it already, like, like earlier this summer. I just, I just, I watched it and I like this is not a 
phenomenal show. I mean, I, I, I'm okay with people enjoying it. There's shows I like that people don't like. I think that's just the beauty of things. Like, people like what they like. and but It's not beautiful if it sucks. Yeah, it's just Stranger Things was not my kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, well. It was not your kind of thing. I it guess Stranger Things thing. have been your kind of thing. Like, certain things Jordan puts in packages that he sends to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think it'll be cool. Um, it's not going to be like, shit yourself good, because it's just, you know, 16-bit looking <laughs> indie game. I like Stranger Things. I like season one and two. Uh, I like one better than two. No. Um, Can you actually explain this to me? Huh? What is the game? Because I saw it said Stranger Things, Stranger Things three. Like, is it a tie-in to season three, or is yes. this three? Yeah, from what yeah. I can okay. tell, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they they were showing something about it being like a tie-in to season three. Okay. Um, like it just like adds more depth or some shit like that. Okay. So, um, I don't it know just if I'll dives play it. deeper into the world of Stranger Things. Did they announce what system this is on? Uh, I don't, don't think, so. think so. It's on your mom. You oh. know what would be cool? Oh. Ah. Huh. <laughs> if this was if this was Netflix. You know how like Netflix is like trying to roll games into their stuff? Like you can fully play the Minecraft story mode with just, you know, the remote or whatever. Mm-hmm. It'd be kinda cool if this was a Netflix game. <laughs> yeah. That would be actually I want cool. Netflix. I think it'd be cool if they were like the ones who even though this is just a small indie game, that if they were the ones to finally figure out and pioneer how streaming games work. It's on Android, iOS, and Fire TV. Damn. Oh, okay. Hmm. Simple game. You can play with a remote on Fire TV. Yeah. I think that's what it says on... There's a tweet that says it's on all platforms. I don't know what specifically Hmm. they're referring to by that. But even the Ouya. <laughs> even the Ouya. Fuck Ooh, yeah, yeah, we're baby. bringing the Ouya back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Alright, well, now we have an actual good game that was announced. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. I shit my pants over this. So did Ben, and so did Patrick, and then I saw it and I was like, oh my god, this looks awesome. Now, first of all, several things that we need to say about this. Mm-hmm. The lead up to the announcement, Ed Boon is a fucking genius. <laughs> yep. That was amazing. Best sports and racing game. Mortal then... Kombat trailer. <laughs> yeah, fucking goes right into the trailer. It was weird. I thought this would have been announced during E3. Like, it was even on my predictions list. And it wasn't. Well, the then... rumor was... The rumor was that um, it was very likely going to be announced. Did just get pulled or what? Was at E three to prepare for an announcement, and I guess they just decided, nah, let's wait. Hmm. But uh, so I saw a theory on Reddit about this game, is that it's probably the story for it's probably a time traveling story, because there were two scorpions. Yeah, there was the newer scorpion, and then there was like straight up old school scorpion. But what made people think, oh, it's going to be a time-traveling story, is the hourglass at the end. I'm totally down for whatever it is. I loved Mortal Kombat 10. so. I've never actually played a Mortal Kombat game. 
Vinny, I swear, What's we're going to fucking you? educate your ass. Even I've played Mortal Kombat. I grew up playing Mortal Kombat Trilogy on the N64. What's wrong with you? What's I wrong didn't with have you? a lot of good games growing up. Yeah, but you're grown no, up No, but now. you've got Steam and a PC, son. Yeah. And not every good game is on Steam. A lot well, are. Speak, no, but every. the good Mortal Kombat games are on Steam. Mm-hmm. They're also cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of Vinny being shit, let's talk about a shit game, and I, by that I mean not talk about it. Fortnite's got a creative mode. Moving on. It's out of creator mode. Okay, well, Fortnite's block feature will feature player-made creation from Fortnite's new creative mode, the block. I don't know what that means, but... I don't I don't care. I don't know. I hate Fortnite with a fucking passion. I avoid it like the plague. I'm sorry, Marino. I know that probably bothers you, but I it's avoid okay. it like the plague. I don't like Stranger um, Things. You don't like Fortnite. That's that works. Everything you like is fucking shitty. Metroid sucks. All right, the you fucking back dolphins are terrible right now. That's, that's, that's Super Smash right Brothers there. is the worst game ever. Excuse it's a shitty you? party game, not a ben, real fighting game. I'm not going to hold the door go, for Pikachu you. Let's go, Pikachu and Eevee need to fucking like never be released again. Do you want me to hold the door off. for you? I'll what? hold the door for you. Hold the fucking door for me. Watch what happens, son. Are you gonna yell at me again? Because this time I'll yell at you. Yeah, I'm going to yell at you right now. Get in your fucking face. Let's go. Let's fight. <laughs> Three rounds. You know what made people yell? What? Do what? That DLC announcement for Smash. You know what? Yeah, speaking of fighting. Fucking Joker. Yeah. Like, I've never played a Persona game. Neither have I. But that trailer was just oozing Unexpected hype. as Guess fuck. you could say you didn't see it coming. I did not. <laughs> but I'm tissed. Yeah, I was, that was good. I want to go back and play more Persona 5 because I still haven't beat it. I was just because of this. Happy and disappointed at the same time when this came on. This was yeah. the only time during the the show that I screamed. And when I scream, <laughs> especially during E3, you know it's something I'm excited for. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a Persona 5 Golden or something like <laughs> the um like on Vita, the Persona 4 Golden, the better version of Persona 4 with more right. content. I thought mm-hmm. this was that for Switch. It sort of which first. It could have been. Would have been it good. very easily could have been. And it still could That's be. That's what they technically did with the Animal Crossing announcement is they made two and one. Right. Um. This is just a weird preference, but I like playing visual novels and handhelds. I have a really hard time reading a 90 hour long visual novel in a chair looking at my tv i just it just doesn't work out well for me that's why well this is an rpg i would argue it has a lot more talking than than rpg elements at the same time the um the especially four i completely lost my train of thought fuck (laughs) at the same time the fist bump yourself smash Oh, uh, there's still a really high chance that they're going to put Persona 5 on the Switch. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. it would make sense, well, especially since handheld... Joker is now in Smash. It would drive sales of Persona 5 now that people are meeting this character yeah. through Smash. Absolutely. Well, yeah, that, but not only that, but like they've done a handheld version of every Persona game. But they've only on ever been on the Sony though. handhelds. Yeah. So if they do a handheld version of Persona 5, they don't have anywhere else to go with this one. So mm-hmm. they have to put it on Switch. Yeah. So, makes sense. I hope it happens, because um, 
I will play Persona 5 eventually. I think I got like 30 hours in before I just lost interest. But that's a game that I would like to like play sitting in my bed just like reading it or whatever. Because like I said, even Persona 4, I would argue it's 70% life sim, 30% RPG. Like there's just not that much RPG elements in it. But that's just me. We now know anything is possible with characters coming to Smash. Anyone can be there. Uh, next year, Goku will be announced as DLC. I really hope that we get um, Steve from Minecraft. Honestly, I if that happens, I will stop playing the game and just surprise me. Like, You'll stop playing I can the see game. that happening. Hmm? You'll stop playing the game, is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. I I be cool. not really, but like I don't I don't I don't know how I'd react to that. Is what I I that would be so expected of like I would expect that kind of bullshit to happen. But at the same time, why? why? I know why. I just why? it would be funny to see. I'll just put it that way. He's he gonna to throw dirt blocks at everybody. Brothers, he's gonna he's gonna brother. spawn a creeper. Like, like uh, uh, that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> Just saying it in my head, just this little blocky animation walking on the stage and everything, and oh man, yeah. And of course, real one quick, of his attacks is burying you with a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft buries the competition. You got these beautiful graphics, and you just got this little fucking blocky block going across the screen, and the block. Uh, block. Whenever like you're supposed to fly off the screen. He just, like, when he hits you, you don't fly off the screen. You just turn into a bunch of blocks. <laughs> Holy shit. And, like, he can collect them all and it'll, like, lower his damage percentage. Dang. That would be Crap, cool. Steve will be OP as fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I don't want to go over all the nominees or anything, but... yeah. I feel like I should mention what the game of year turned out to be because everyone should know at this point. Um, God of War. Dad of War. One game of the year, surprisingly. Even though. So Red many Dead people won, were like, happy that Red Dead Redemption trophies. 2 didn't win. Yeah. I'm glad God of War won. Like, I haven't played either games yet, but I'm glad. Oh, I'm Red glad Dead I won didn't. too, yeah. Like, it's a good game. I was that... surprised. Oh, yeah, so was I. I was as well, yeah. Because like, we were like, all shocked. Red Dead won like five awards or something. I'm like, won yeah, one. It won a lot. Two, three, four? four, four, yeah. Got best performance, best audio design, best score slash music, uh, and best narrative. Well, which it would have yeah. been five though, because that one dude, the the main character, got an award. So that's technically yeah. That's right. Oh best yeah, you know what? Five. That's yeah. what I said. Sorry, no, sorry. it's four. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, like. I'm I'm glad I'm glad something other than Red Dead won. Not to be salty towards the game or anything, because the game looks absolutely fucking awesome. But it's like it won that much. It just released. Everyone's kind of overhyping it. Like if it won, it'd just be because everyone's overhyped. You gotta let games sink in more, you know, to to, to like to decide whether it's game of the year. At least I would say so. Not at just releasing and playing it for a couple months. But maybe that's just me. I think you have a point, but I think even if that game came out in June or March, it still would have been just as much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just at that point I would have felt you know it was more deserving of it maybe. Sure. But, 
I'm glad God of War 1. I think that'll probably be the first game of my stack of Black Friday games that I'll play through besides, well, that and Resident Evil because everyone's yelling at me to play that. It's uh, a very good game. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad God of War 1. It's awesome. I need to go back and finish that too. Yeah. So that wraps up the uh, video game awards and all the announcements. Um, well, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Pretty shitty that. award show. <laughs> I thought it was not really. Good. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, Vinny is AFK, but uh, we will continue on without him because we don't need him for this segment here. I'll talk about the. Or continue. Yeah, on, Vinny. Rather. Fuck you. We don't need you. <laughs> I'm going to pick up where I left off last week with the PlayStation Classic. Um, this time we have some positive stuff about it, and I won't make this too long because we took a, you know quite a while with that last part there, but. You can now load USB games off or load games off of a USB drive with it, as well as run RetroArch, um, or RetroArch, as some people pronounce it. Um, it's apparently really easy to set it up to run uh, games off a USB stick, um, like super easy. Uh, YouTuber I watched I've mentioned a few times now, Modern Vintage Gamer, he did a video on it uh, this past Monday, and how stupid easy it is. You just you know do some formatting. Make some subfolders, put your games on there, um, pop it in, and essentially you're good to go. Like you can just access the emulator um, settings and load the games and all that. The only issue is to access settings and whatnot to make the games run better, because for some reason Sony didn't optimize the settings in the emulator on there. Um, you have to use a keyboard, of course, but only certain keyboards have been whitelisted, like certain brands, like Corsair, I believe, is one of them, and those are fucking expensive keyboards. Um, so there's only, like, a very small handful of whitelisted keyboards, but this way, like, just to load the games, I don't think you actually need a keyboard at all. Like, at that point, once you set it up and you have it, you know, done with the controller, you can access the settings with just a controller instead, like, during this process. Oh, wow, you can straight up change the CD image, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's really video. nice. Yeah. Like, you can just grab yourself a bunch of uh, ISO, throw them on a USB stick, pop it in, and you're good to go. Like, you can just start loading the games off of there. And that's I think that's pretty awesome. That makes up for the fact, somewhat, um, for a consumer that, you know, there's bad games on there, or not many. And you can also change the region settings and all that without having to have an expensive keyboard this way. So that's a good workaround for that. Um, but also... People have gotten RetroArch running on it, um, which is pretty cool. Um, I think they're... It, it might have been completely optimized by now, but I think that's pretty cool that that's already up on there as well, because I, I guess it, I shouldn't be surprised that it was pretty quick jumping into it, you know, getting that set up. But that makes it definitely never worth $100, in my opinion. But if it goes on sale when people don't buy it, you know, down to like you know, 60 bucks, 50 bucks or something, if that happens, at, at that point it becomes more appealing to me because that's, you know, a good PlayStation emulator. You don't got to deal with all the hassle setting it up on your PC because PS1 emulation on your PC is really annoying to set up. Like, you got to go through a whole bunch of hoops to get the shit set up. Whereas with this, you know, you have the emulator set up. You just got to change a couple settings to where it, they run like they're supposed to. And boom, you're good to go. Um, and there's going to be plenty of videos out there, like the one that I mentioned um, by Modern Vintage Gamer, that is really straightforward 
easy to follow, uh, easy to set up. And it just, it just makes it not as much of a mess. I mean, it is a mess, but it makes it to where, all right, if it goes on sale, I would like to get it for that reason because I can make it better myself, but I shouldn't have to. It should have released, you know, with better games. It should have released not being a steaming pile of shit like it is now. <laughs> I don't understand how you can whitelist certain keyboards. Like, what the fuck? Why? How can they, how can they lock the keyboard to a certain brand? That that is weird. I mean, I, I can only of course, enforce certain or only allow certain drivers. Yeah, like certain driver signatures. Like whitelist a list of drivers or something like that. Yeah, there's like at least there's a workaround. Once you set it up and install the shit, you can you don't have to have a keyboard. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I found that pretty cool, and that just makes it a little bit better. Um than the heaping pile of shit it was last week, but it's still a heaping pile of shit. But yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Well, so the emulation really isn't that bad on it either. Mm-mm. Well, once you change the settings around, it's pretty decent. It doesn't lag out and shit itself. It actually runs more or less like it's supposed to. So why didn't they just do that from the fucking get-go? It was a like rushed or something. It yeah, was it was just... totally just a rushed, hey, let's get it out for the holidays release. Mm-hmm. Like, like, they didn't actually care about releasing a good product. They cared about making money, making money mm-hmm. for the holidays to boost their sales. Mm-hmm. And if they would have taken another fucking month, though, to do this shit. I mean, really. Like, release it, like, a week before Christmas, if so- if anything. I don't know. But, regardless, people had to swoop in and fix it for themselves. Uh-huh. And, yeah. I'm just glad it's it's got some redeeming factors where it's easy to, you know, hack and set because it's just a fucking little Raspberry Pi in there. <laughs> little quad-core processor, one gigabyte of RAM, um, has a 16 gigabyte flash storage chip, stuff like that. So, video game movies, we all love them, uh... right? No, that's a fucking <laughs> lie. And this Sonic the Hedgehog movie poster looks terrible. Of course. First of all, all right, those shoes, those don't look like Sonic's shoes at all. What the hell are you trying to feed me with that garbage? They're like normal-ass running shoes. Okay, but Where are his, like, big puffy gloves? Why is he buff? Why does he look creepy? Why Why are his eyes... Wait, do you notice his eyes? Yeah, it's gonna be two green little eyes. They're not gonna have like, oh my god. So it's just a poster, and of course we're we're all fully aware that you know you can't judge a movie off the poster, I guess. But like, it's a video game movie. It, it we already know it's not probably not gonna be good, but like this poster just is really creepy looking. I don't like it at all. Like, no, it's a bad. It's design. unsettling. It's a terrible design. What's with his swole legs and like? Like exactly, it, it looks, looks like he's muscular. just naked, and and like disproportionate, and yeah. like, and it's from it the creators of the thing. Fast and Furious for some reason. It would from the producer, a producer, which mm. ne- whatever that doesn't, who cares about that? Uh, the if they had done like what they did with Pokemon Detective Pikachu. The thing about that game or that movie is that it's taking straight up the video game designs. All it did was make them like furry or they did this or they did that. It's still 
when you look at them, you don't look at that and go like, oh, that's too different from the video game because that Pikachu, oh, it still looks like a video game Pikachu just with yeah. a little bit different eyes. Yeah. Or, oh, that still looks like Mr. Mime. Or, oh, that literally Misty still Mime. looks like... But the fucking Sonic, that they could have literally just taken the video game design, right? And just made him furry. And that would have been fine. But no, they had to like go and overhaul it and make it look super realistic just to make it mesh in with the real world. And it's like, dude, you're making a realistic design of a fucking hedgehog. That's not going to look fine either way. Just make it look cartoonish still. You don't have to make it look like plastic, but, you know. According to IMDb, it has an estimated $90 million budget. <laughs> Why? This is going to be worse than Sonic 06. Are you sure about that? Yes, yes. I'm sure about that. I am yeah. 100% sure I about don't think that. It's possible do you to be see worse that Sonic, Sonic design? 06. No, do you see that Sonic design? Y- yeah. Yeah. I would gladly sit through the story of Sonic 06 before I sit through this fucking pile of trash. Fair enough. Make Sonic Heroes look like a fucking piece of gold. How about we talk about a good movie? Alright, we can do that. Yes, I, I don't know anything about them, really. I've only watched like <laughs> so, five of them. So, uh, the trailer for Avengers Endgame dropped a few days ago. Took the internet by storm. Nobody was ready for it. And everyone was ready for yeah, it. I know. Yeah, I was ready. I thought it was going to be announced during the Game Awards. Uh, but uh, they they start off with Tony Stark leaving a message for Pepper Potts, and it and they show what's been going on in the time between Thanos's snap and the start of the movie, or or points in the movie, and apparently, and a lot of people were missing. But one of the people that were thought missing was Ant-Man. He showed up, which is a little surprising. I still want to know how he got out. I haven't seen the uh, Ant-Man movies, so not sure. But yeah, it looks to be like things are going to be okay. Which after Infinity War, things were not okay. Um, but yeah, I certainly am looking forward to it and i know a lot of other people are and it's supposed to be coming out sometime next year like april i think it said april so yep. definitely looking forward to that i need to watch all the uh marvel yes, movies do. and catch up to this because maybe i can and with the amount of time we have until that releases um or maybe we can as a group or whatever like we previously mentioned but i want to catch up to this because this looks pretty pretty fucking climactic like it's building up to something big. I mean, Infinity War, Infinity War was the build up. This is the resolution. I yeah. think. I just want oh. a nice five minute scene of Thanos farming and wiping the sweat from his brow. And I don't think he's actually farming. Him. I think he's just in a cabin in the woods relaxing. Well, in the comic, he's farming. Hmm. The one from nineteen ninety one or whatever. I forget what the name of it is, but so. Ah, uh, we'll see in April. I just love, he's like, I'm going to wipe out half the universe and then become a farmer. Why not? (laughs) Exactly. That hit me so hard. That's so stupid. (laughs) Yeah. That's Thanos. I hate humanity. I'm going to farm. It's not even humanity. It's everything. I hate everything except my plants. My little carrots and potatoes growing in the ground. (laughs) I got my chickens over there. I got my cows ready to be milked. Hey, cows, milk yourself. You know, technically with the Infinity Stones, he could make the cows 
milk themselves. Seems neat. Okay, but why did well, he decide to wipe out half the universe? Why didn't he just make the universe larger? Or some shit like that. He can bend reality to his a... will with a snap. Because that's not what a bad guy would do. Mm -hmm. A bad guy wouldn't expand. He didn't what think he it hates. through. He doesn't need to think it through. He is Thanos. Do 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 Thanos. <sighs> All right. Well, I suppose that wraps everything up for the on topic here. Vinny's disappointed in me. Um, let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back shortly to talk about the games we've been playing recently. Alright guys, welcome back. Um, we're ready to start talking about some video games. Vinny and I will start us off because we've both been playing the same game. Um, and Marino, of course, you know, can jump in a little bit too. We've been playing the brand new game. Everyone has been hyped. It's already legal. Katamari Damacy Reroll? Yes. It's yes. such a good Everyone's game. Everyone's been playing. Yeah. So that happened to release on the same day as uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which you know, fuck that game. Um, Wait, Melee wasn't coming out. Melee HD? No, Melee HD did just come out. Actually, it's it's called Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, though. <laughs> I thought it was called Melee HD. Uh, I mean, it it goes back and forth. Like in America, it's called Ultimate, and Europe is called Melee HD. I think you're called Melee HD. Am I? Anyway, I'm yeah, shut up. I'm going to let you guys talk. We've, we've been playing Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, it's really good. Really good. I love it um, so much. I'm enjoying it. I Do love what? it so much. Yeah. So, I haven't been playing any of the World of Light yet. Um, I just spent the first night um, unlocking 79% of the characters. Hmm. Um, so, it's really weird how you have to unlock the characters. Um, as I found out... Like, the, the method that we were going with was just do one stock matches, kill yourself, and you unlock a character, and then reset the game to avoid a 10-minute cooldown period. But what it, how it really works, apparently, is it tracks your movement to allow you to start unlocking characters. So they expect you to go and play classic mode or go play some World of Light and build up movement, like your movement in Smash matches. So... It's it's really fucking weird how it tracks that. There's no stat in the game that will actually track it. Your distance um, walked. That shows that it's tracking it. Do your what? distance walked? Yeah, like your distance walked, ran, whatever. Um, So the quickest way to get around this, you can actually unlock all the characters in 90 minutes. Um, The quickest way to get around this is start off by going and doing a 20-minute one-stock match. Get, you know, a quick character... Whatever you want, like, quickest character you have, which I think quickest character might be Pikachu or something. But just get a quick character, run back and forth, uh, you know, on a final destination stage or something. Just keep running back and forth for all 20 minutes of it. And that seems like a waste, but that builds up a shit ton of distance, like, you know, movement. And after you get, you know, the last 20 seconds, whatever, throw your enemy off stage. Make sure it's a character, you know, like a controller character, so you can just throw them off stage. And then you win the match, and it saves your movement speed and all that, or your movement time. After that, you can just instantly start going one-stock matches, kill yourself, and then you go to fight a new challenger. You go to fight the new challenger, unlock him, 
of course, you have to beat the challenger to win. But, you know, you beat them, unlock them, and then exit the game, close the game, and that way you restart it and avoid the 10-minute wait period because it normally does a 10-minute wait period. I didn't have to do that 20-minute thing. I would... Because you'd already done some classic mode, didn't you? Or World oh, of Light? Yeah, you're right. I did cl- a little bit of classic yeah. mode. Yeah. I, I did classic mode. I did two rounds of classic mode before I started unlocking characters. So that built, a, or that built me up enough movement for about 45 to 50 characters to be unlocked. I was going to say, that makes sense because the night it came out, I probably played 10, 15 matches just with my roommates and... yeah. That's why and I that think it was up until like 65 characters I was good, and then that's when I hit that brick wall with you in that Discord call. Exactly, hmm. yeah. It's like I was trying to figure out why it stopped working for us, and that was why we ran out of distance that was built up, which is such a weird, weird... Very wh- odd, yeah. Excuse me. It's very odd, but I suppose that's to keep people from going and just killing themselves and doing it like they did in Smash Bros. I guess. But either way... Yeah, it it works if you do it this method where, you know, 20-minute one-stock match, build up your runtime, and then you can go and unlock everybody. You can also unlock characters by doing classic mode. No matter what, every time you play classic mode, you will unlock a character at the end. There's no cooldown. It will. If you beat it in three minutes, you'll unlock a character. Um, now, there are certain... There's, there's a whole video um, that's out there. I forgot who it was by. But there's a whole video out there, and there's lists that show the unlock um order if you're doing classic mode depending on what character you do it with you have a chance to unlock this character and the next character after that so like as an example this isn't actually accurate because i don't have the list in front of me but an example would be you play as pikachu well you may have the chance to unlock uh dark samus donkey kong or not donkey kong because he's the original one but um dark samus pichu uh shulk uh shulk yeah so forth and so on you may have a chance to unlock them in that order um, or something like that. Um, whereas when it comes to unlocking them the other way, I think it's just a set order, period. Like, which is weird because it didn't seem I like I don't it think was. it's a set order because one of my friends got Cloud way sooner than I did. And he played a lot less than me. Was he doing it just through the way you're doing it with Smash matches? He, he was playing was normally. Smash matches specifically. He wasn't trying like... to go out of his way to grind for characters. Okay. Okay, well then, that probably could be wrong, but there's roughly an order. And for unlocking them through classic mode, there is an order to it, uh, depending on what character you pick. So if you want a certain character as soon as possible, then you pick you know the best character to unlock that branch that will go to unlock that character. Mm-hmm. Like, you want Shulk as soon as possible, you'll pick you know this character to unlock him you know after three rounds or something. So it's interesting, but it does take some time to unlock all the characters. I took way too long because I wasn't aware of how in-depth this fucking shit was. I was getting frustrated. I just kept having to resort to classic mode and classic mode. And then I'd be able to go and unlock two characters of Smash matches. I didn't do it optimized either. I um, I had guests this weekend, so I didn't have a lot of time to play right away. Mm-hmm. And it was like Marino and I were in a Discord call when we were trying to finish it. And if you lose to any characters, there is a rematch uh, setting you can go to. If you go into games and more, in the bottom right corner, there will be a little logo that's for Challengers approach. Yeah. So if you lost any uh, people that you fought, that will occasionally pop up so you can re-challenge Cloud. them. 
And that was also if if that gets Dark to a sense. point, I think where it fills up too much, um, you can't keep unlocking characters until you go back and rematch all of them. And that's what Marino and I also ran into at some point was our backlog of lost freaking Ganondorf. Battles. Yeah, freaking Ganondorf. Patrick would even agree with that one if he was here. Sadly, so in fact, I got lucky. But with now Ganondorf. I have. Do what? I got lucky with Ganondorf. Yeah. He just walked off the stage. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He was about to whoop your ass. Yeah. You were at like 200 I had damage. like 200 then... health or 200 what, damage. Uh, and... What stage do you unlock him on again? The Twilight Princess bridge one. Oh, yeah. I just ran to the edge, grabbed him, and threw him behind me. Mm. Yeah. I think I did something stupid like that. I don't remember. If you end up on a stage like that, that's but... the easiest way to do it. Especially if you're playing a character with a tether grab. You'll be completely safe mm-hmm. while you're grabbing him. Or yeah. whatever character. I think I I was playing as Sam, so I think I grabbed and then dash attack and got him. Something like that. But then we played online. It's not for too a bit. difficult, just And that new arena mode is yeah, really we... nice. The arena mode the arena mode they have the main ring, which you can set different settings for the battle if you want. Uh up to four players if you want, three players if you want, one on ones, whatever. Um and then you have the waiting line for people who don't fit with the settings, and then you can have the spectator the spectator stands. So if people want to just sit like and a, watch a and hang out, they can. If people want to play, there's a queue, and whoever is in the queue or the spectator stands, if they're there before the match starts, everybody gets to watch, and it mm-hmm. actually works really well. My only and it doesn't make it lag. My up only much. issue is that it doesn't let you change your your stage or your character during a match if you're not the one playing. Yeah, you have to be, like, in the open area. You can't be you can like, only, a spectator. You can't or... do it while spectating. You have to be in yeah. the arena uh, map, let's call it. And that it... So if they gave you the option to do that while you're watching a match, that would be better, in my opinion. Right. That's the only thing I would change. But overall, overall, this is leagues better than you know playing king of the hill or whatever in the last smash game where you just had to you know kill yourself immediately you can't do that anymore you know you get banned if you do that in 1v1s or with your friends or anything so this way works very well um so me and a couple friends uh my smash mentor and his buddy um we would go and play king of the hill and you know Whoever wins fights the next person, and you just get in line, it just swaps you out and swaps you out and then swaps oh, you yeah, out. Yeah, it automatically and of does course, that. Yeah, we would do a mercy rule to where if you won three in a row, then you're out regardless. Like you don't want to keep going, just to keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, this works fantastically for that. Like there's, you don't have to fuck with everything. It works great. Whereas last game, you'd have to go and kill yourself and get rid of your stocks, just to be able to let them have their one v one. It also um. It also lets you customize who stays in. If you want the winner to stay in, they can stay in. If you want the loser to stay in, they can stay in. Um, yeah. That is a whole lot yeah, of Yeah, there's options. a lot of customization. Because you could also set the custom rule set, too. On top of everything. I think it... Uh, you can also set it to be like an open room or something, maybe, as yeah, well. Yeah, you can have it open to the public. You can have it... Um, you could have it be friends only. You could set a password. You could keep a password off. Uh, so I have friends in a different friend group that probably would have joined if I left it. No password for friends. 
Uh, but since it was just me, Jordan, and Patrick playing, I figured it would be better to set the password for us. So I did. We right. got it to stay just us hanging out. Yeah. Granted, I spent half that yeah, time it, it... AFK, but that's a different issue. Mm-hmm. Works really well. Um, Surprisingly well. I would talk about World of Light, but I haven't touched it. I have. I'm not very far into it but I've been playing it for Task Turn. I haven't released anything as of the day we're recording this, but yeah, um, I've played a couple hours, and it's not... It's hard. It, it, it has its moments. I spent a couple mm-hmm. hours on this one match that is... Um, that it's Sonic with an assist trophy, and I forget who they're supposed to represent, but it... Even lower, I even had to lower it to easy mode and still struggled with it. Mm-hmm. Because that's just how bullshit that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Patrick, um, I, I feel bad because he had missed this week. Patrick and our because, friend. Because, like, he's, he's been. Uh, our friend Beck, he, they were both talking about this one mission that is a bunch of mini Mega Mans and a Dr. Mario to represent Dr. Wily and the Robot Masters. Yeah. And that is supposed yeah, that to be really, really hard. Supposedly the hardest in the game. I haven't gotten to it yet, mm. but I'm suspecting that I'm going to struggle with that as well. Probably. Unless some bullshit happens and I get it first try. Yeah. Which is always possible. Next week when Patrick's here, he's going to go into grave detail about every ounce of World of Light, I'm sure. Probably. Um, because he has beaten it. He beat it in about 20 hours or 21 hours, something like that, I believe. And another buddy of his beat it in about 24 or something. So it typically takes around 20 hours to beat it, which I thought it was longer than that. But there's New Game Plus and all that, so I'm assuming that's with New Game Plus and you know being a completionist. But Patrick did it first run 100% in about 20 hours, and he said it was really good and just difficult. Uh, there are, like Vinny said, it's moments. But we'll let him uh, touch on that next week for his... <laughs> That's probably going to be all he's been playing next week as well. Maybe something else thrown in, but he's uh, he's been very devoted to this game and playing a lot of it. Which, you know, it's Smash. Of course he's going to be. But it's pretty good overall. Uh, it plays. Um, I I like how much faster paced the game is. Uh, it, it plays at much higher speed than Smash Four did. It's closer to melee. Um, yeah, the way air dodging works, or just like dodging in general, it's similar to melee. But the, air um, do- or there the there is wave dashing, but it's not as drastic as it was in melee. It's not really wave dashing. It's it's you can like land. After, you can air dodge into land, but it's really laggy. And also, the more you use your air dodge and the more you use your dodge rolls and yeah. all that stuff, the worse it gets. Mm. Uh, it gets worse. Like, like say you use a smash attack over and over again, it gets weaker Staling. as you go. Same thing with air dodges. Yeah, they stale and get worse and worse and worse. Um, they get laggier and they have less actual frames that you're safe. So, this game, and you also get punished for teching in this game. Oddly enough. So if you tech, um, like in certain situations or most situations, if you tech to recover or something, like say you're you're tumbling and you tech when you land on the ground, you get punished for that because you're really laggy. It's safer just to lay on the ground 
or just bounds on the ground because you avoid attacks and you avoid projectiles that way. Um, so there's a bunch of new aspects like that. I didn't uh, actually know that. It's much faster paced. Yeah. I've been learning a lot of this stuff from my Smash mentor. As we've been playing, we've been finding stuff out. Fox uh, trotting, which is where you just tap the run, like tap the stick in the direction you want to run over and over again. Instead of running, fox trotting is faster, much faster in this game, which is funny. Running is already fast, but fox trotting is definitely faster. So, And that's a safe way to move, too, because basically you can just dash or fox trot into a forward smash or a, a tilt or whatever you want to do. Um, and you can also change directions safe. a lot faster. Yes. Yes, it's 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 the thing is it's taken me a little bit of time to get used to the movements in this game and how it mm-hmm. works. Um it's just so drastic compared to Smash uh, Wii U or Smash 4. Um I I definitely like it a lot more though. It's it's much less um you know mind-numbingly easy, I guess is the way to put it maybe because there's not you don't have time to react to everything. You don't have time to plan out your game. You're playing more as you go because it's much quicker. Whereas the last game, you could just like do your thing. You could just chill. Like I could sit back and chill and play the game and be, you know, comfortable with it and not get my ass kicked. But now it's like, all right, I have to sit up and I have to actually put effort into this because it's fast paced. I got to put my mind into it now, you know. Granted, it's a new game and I'm learning it, but still, it's very good. Very, very, very good. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Um. What about you, Marino? Uh, yeah. I mean, you've just been unlocking characters, I think, and playing with your friends, but yeah, which is I... what you should be doing with the game. I unlocked all the characters that night. Well, I was like you. I had three left. Palutena was actually the last one I needed. Same. Um, I unlocked Palutena really early on. <laughs> um, and I played a little bit here and there since unlocking everyone. I did a little bit of World of Light, maybe like in two hours or so, but I haven't really gone back. Um, also, I've just been busy with finals and stuff, so and getting off of work i'm just tired so don't feel like really playing it right when you get home kind of it's not to say it's like i don't want to play it it's just not oh, no it's not something you'll play your time i guess you know last night because i was out all day yesterday um and i was like exhausted when i got home i didn't even want to play at all last night mm-hmm. like i it took me a good two and a half hours after i was relaxing i had some you know some hot tea with caffeine before I actually felt like playing and wound up playing with Vinny and Patrick for, you know, an hour and a half. But before that, I just, I was supposed to play with my uh, Smash mentor and, you know, no, didn't even happen because I was just too tired. Like, it's just, it's just something you don't want to, you know, you got to have energy to want to play probably. (laughs) Or at least, you know, for me. Right. But, yeah. Um, It's awesome. What else have you been playing though, Marino? I started Link to the Past, and I'm probably going to quit. Um, I don't know, I just kind of don't like that game. I don't like the... I. It's not that I don't like it, it's just the movement's really difficult. Um, 
making sure you're in the right position to swing your sword and stuff. So, um, I tried Breath of the Wild again last night, and I just need to like uninstall that game so I can stop trying to play it. Um, I just need to kind of come to the realization I'm never going to beat that game, or much less get past the boss that I'm stuck on. And um, then I jump back into a little bit of Destiny 2. So, and that'll be a topic here in a few minutes that I'll get onto. Yeah. Well, before we continue on with the games we've been playing, um, Vinny's got to go. Yeah, I kind of ran out of time already. Um, ran out early today, so sorry, Vinny. It's unfortunate, but you can find me over on Twitter at VinnyPlaysVlogs, and I'll be back next week. Yay. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to start earlier next yeah. week and give you more time. As soon as your mom leaves this yeah. time. All right. Thanks. So, see you later, Vinny. Thanks for coming on. Uh, don't forget to stop recording and send me your files and all that and edit it later. I will wait till next week to send you my file, and I will delay this episode forever. All right, so with Vinny having left, uh, it's time to pick back up where we left off, which was Ben. It's time for you to tell us about the games you haven't been playing. Yeah, so I've been playing uh, Spiral Reignited uh, Trilogy, uh, specifically the first one so far. I started that yesterday, actually, and uh, those are some great 3D platformers. Some really, really good 3D platformers. There's nothing really too complicated with the controls or anything. You jump, you can dash into things, you can set shit on fire, you can glide, all, all, all that, you know, stuff that you would expect to do out of a 3D platformer based around a dragon. Um, but I have 100% of the first two worlds, I have uh, 100% of everything in the Artisan's Realm, and I have 100% of everything, I believe, in the Peacekeeper's realm and now i'm just in the magician's uh realm i've i've 100%ed the the home world uh for that i just need to start getting into like all the other little sub levels and and the speedways and whatnot and uh we'll be good to go there but it's a very very fun game uh don't have much else to say on it other than it's fantastic also started up forza horizon 4 good only had you. about two two and a hour two hours and 40 minutes in that game but uh you know it's more Forza, but it's it's better Forza. Uh isn't it always better? Yeah. They they just been taking small incremental steps each time. I, I really think that the seasons add a little bit of something to this game. Um I don't remember if they had this in the last one, but the super spins. Mm-hmm. No, no, not I, super I spins. I Sorry. Don't... That was new. Uh the the super spins uh occasionally you'll get like three different spins all at once and uh you can either unlock a claw a car or emotes for your like new little character that you have in the overworld which that's a thing now you have like a little racer character it's fucking stupid uh you get outfits for him too uh along with the fact that you have the one horizon festival spot at least so far there's only been one horizon festival spot you also get uh you also get a house just a free house um yeah it's 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 fun uh it's, it's good racing buddy yeehaw yeah they they kind of replace the festival sites with houses um 
Okay, so there's more than just that one, that yeah. first one? And what's cool okay. about the houses is they give you certain perks. I want to say if you have the Ultimate Edition, there's some perk to it. But there's one by the lake that gets you... Um, I can't remember. It's some perk. I think it's like double XP during Forzathon events or something. And... Okay. Um, or double Forza points. That's what it is. And... Um, there's little perks with each house. The only problem is that, like, if you want to buy them all, there's, like, the two castle ones that are both, like, 10 million credits apiece. And it's... I think, like, right now, I've put a lot of time into it. My character's level 86, and I barely have, like, 3 million credits, so I don't think I'm ever going to buy the castles. Mm -hmm. I will say, though, uh, they did make getting credits... At least to me so far, it feels a whole lot easier mm -hmm. because they seem to be very kind with like all the like single spins that you can get. Mm -hmm. Um, and more often than not, with those, I've been getting like a hundred thousand, three hundred thousand credits right. on each of those. Um, and they tend to give you a pretty good amount of credits per each race, even if you lose. So that part I've been pretty happy with. Also, having like real people on the overworld. Even though you're not, like, actually interacting with them, that's different. It's very cool, yeah. Have you done any of the Forzathon events? No. They're really cool um, at first, but they get, like, they're different events that spawn, kind of like public events in Destiny. But the problem is, is that, like, after you do, like, ten, you've seen them all. So it was a mm -hmm. cool idea at first, but they get old really quick. But, uh... I'm yeah, glad I'll you're playing that play... game, though. I love that game. Do what? I'm glad you're playing it. I love it. Yeah, it's great. I'll probably play some more of it later after after this is over, after I play some uh, more Spyro. But, yeah, it's good shit. Seems pretty good. I wish I could join you guys on it. I will at some point. I have uh, some Xbox Live waiting in my uh, my Amazon account for when I do eventually get the game, because I don't want to waste it until then. <laughs> But yeah, I guess that wraps up the games we've been playing this week. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into our off topic. So starting off for the off topic today, I'll uh, talk about some stuff that has to do with Netflix pretty much. Um, nothing too crazy interesting. Uh, first, uh, the titles for all eight episodes in season three of Stranger Things for some reason have been teased. I don't really understand why. I didn't. I don't know why they come up with the title so early on, but I guess it is what it is. Um, season three is not supposed to release until like next year. I'm sure around Halloween or next year or something. That would be you know smart. But um, instead of nine episodes, there are eight, like the first season, and the titles are Susie, Do You Copy, The Mall Rats, The Case of the Missing Lifeguard, The Sauna Test. The Source, The Birthday, The Bite, and The Battle of Starcourt. And, like, none of this spoils anything, of course. There's no possible way this could really spoil stuff, I suppose. But I I like the... The titles were usually pretty clever when it came to what was going to be going on in the episode. Like, The Mall Rats. I can just imagine something like... They're trapped in some, like, corridor-type space or something going on. There's, like, a new type of creature that they just found out. And there's something along those lines, like... 
super dangerous situation. I don't know. That's just what I imagined in my head immediately. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing to really speculate about with the show yet because it's just you know, titles for the fucking episodes, like whoop de doo. Um, but I thought it was interesting not to mention because I couldn't find anything super interesting for my off topic. Until Ben mentioned something a minute ago um, when we took a break that was actually interesting to me, but probably no one else, except for Patrick. Um, and it is also another Netflix exclusive. Um, Agretzico is getting a holiday special, um, which is pretty cool. Patrick and I watched Agretzico, um, like, I don't know how long after it came out, not long. Um, just because it seemed neat. It's like, you know, a cutesy red panda that likes screaming death metal. Like, that's fucking awesome. And it's more or less that. That that describes the show. Uh, she hates her job and screams about it via death metal. And it's cool. And apparently she's getting a Christmas special. So that's pretty cool. Season 2 isn't supposed to come out until next year, but this is a good way to tide people over until then, I suppose. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's supposed to release... I think, what is it, on the 20th? What was the date? Uh, yeah, tw- December 20th. So that's pretty cool. Hopefully that'll be good. Um, Netflix stuff, Netflix stuff, Netflix all the way. Can't wait to go home and watch it all the way. <laughs> that was pathetic. I know. Get I know. a day job. <laughs> I'm gonna ni- <laughs> Wait, was that a reference I missed, or is that just funny? No, instead, funny. instead of instead of okay. stick to your day job, get, get a, a day, day job. job. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, I, did, I did miss it then. So, Marino, what's up, baby girl? Are you having some quote-unquote problems <laughs> with your Destiny Two DLC? My Destiny Two experience. Just gets worse and worse. Um, fuck Destiny Two. I I play it. I like it. I like playing it with Reno, but I haven't played it in like six months. So, so when Forsaken came out in September, um, stellar DLC, best experience with Destiny since the Taken King and Destiny One, and but I had this problem where. And it happens to me with a lot of games. I get so overwhelmed that it's easier just to play something else. And at that time, that was Forza Horizon 4. Because there's not much to it. And it's at the point with Destiny, though, that if you're not willing to grind, you're not able to play that game very well. Now, when Forsaken came out, there was like a 100 power level grind that you had to do which wasn't that bad you went from 400 to 500 and then like a caps uh, meaning like the gear you get isn't nearly as good and from 500 to 600 that's that's quite a jump and that's when i stopped i think i got to 511 and i started replaying it um earlier this last week to try and get ready for this new quote-unquote dlc that came out they're doing their DLC practices a little bit differently this go around. Whereas instead of releasing an, releasing an expansion every now and then, they have something called an annual pass. So you bought Forsaken and then you get this annual pass, which promises every season 
there's a new content drop. The first one we just got was called Black Armory. Now, my problems with this is, is they weren't very vocal about how this works. Because these aren't new story missions. These aren't new strikes. These aren't new multiplayer maps. This is more endgame stuff, which is cool. But, for example, there's a thing called the the Forges or whatever. And to get into them, it was 610 power. And at the end, the bosses were 630 power. Keep in mind, I'm at like 520. So, I'm not Jesus. allowed to even attempt it, basically. So, it's like, yeah. all right. What else is new in this DLC? Well, nothing. <laughs> so. More of the same, though. Yeah, well, no, it's it's... It's cool because it's all in-game content. There's a new raid, which apparently is pretty cool. It's pretty fun. It's more akin to the Wrath of the Machine raid in Destiny 1. But if you're like me, I'm not, I won't even consider myself a casual player. I'm just more of a person that just kind of stopped caring about the game. Um, and I'd like just, just to play the story and strikes and stuff here and there. I haven't even done the Forsaken raid. Mostly because I don't have anyone to raid with anymore. Um, <laughs> sad times. Uh, I used to have a dedicated raid group in De- Destiny 1, but that's all fallen through at this point. Um, but it just kind of sucks, you know, spending... I don't even know how much the annual pass is because I just bought the $80 edition that included the the expansion and then the annual pass. But it kind of sucks knowing that like I spent money on something that more than likely I'm never going to actually get to touch unless I drop every other game in my life and play exclusively Destiny. So I just I guess the problem is and where I'm bringing it into this topic is I just wish number one Bungie was a little bit more vocal about it and number two give us something else instead of these forges that which apparently aren't even really good it's they're just wave-based horde modes where you throw balls into this floating thing in the air mm. um like at least by the way the pass was 34.99 you did okay yeah it's 34.99 sorry and so, yeah so that's 35 bucks and i mean there's next season um the content drop is supposed to be about um, Gambit. I don't know if it's story content or if it's just exclusively like here's more Gambit modes or uh, maps and quests to do. And then the one after that is supposed to be more related to the raid that was around when Destiny 2 just first came out, the uh, Leviathan raid, which sounds cool. But again, with each content drop they're increasing the power by 50 so right now it's 650 so i'm like 118 levels behind um where i'm where i should be or um which is a very fair amount which i, I guess or a big amount rather. yeah the thing is is like substantial usually when something comes out in destiny they make it so like okay we're going to help you get to a point where you can get to that content easier 
So they're like, here, here's some gear that's going to boost you up to at least 550 to do the raid maybe and do some more endgame stuff to maybe cl- get yourself closer to that new content. But they didn't. What it is right now is like the grind, the grind, grind, roadmap of Destiny man. 2 now is beat Destiny 2, do expansion 1, do expansion 2, in between there do the raids, do Forsaken, do Forsaken Endgame, do Black Armory, Black Armory Endgame. Well, actually, Black Armory is all Endgame. So you're not even allowed to jump in to Black Armory. You're basically still stuck doing what you've been doing for the past few months. So, I don't know. It Just all in all, it, it sucks. I don't want Bungie to necessarily make the game easier. It would just be kind of nice if there were something else to do for the people who aren't willing to put 100 hours into this game every week. So... Yeah, like, you want to pick it up and continue playing like you've been. Because mm. you've been an avid Destiny player since day one of the first game. Not um, as much as I used to, but... Right. But it's like... Like you said, make it to where there's an option for people mm-hmm. who can't put hundreds of hours into it to catch up. Like, it's pointless hours almost. It's just grinding. It's like It sucks because you can't really win with Destiny. When Destiny 1 was out, I will argue Destiny 1 was just right. It was just enough like casual content mixed with hardcore content. Destiny mm-hmm. 2 comes out, and it's the most casualized game I've ever played. Like, here, instead of doing something, give us money and we'll give you um, gear, and we'll give you the unlocks that you would normally get through gameplay. Just give us money. It was the most... I mean, you remember it was it was a horrible microtransaction mess. And then when Forsaken came out, they're like, "Oh, the players want endgame content." So they put specifically just endgame content. But there's nothing in the middle, like not how it was in Destiny 1 and I don't know, it just it just hey, there's a me lot a to bit. do in Destiny 1, like by the time we got around or Patrick and I got around to this uh that last bout, remember, we were playing through together. We were recording that for Task Turn Gaming. And we had, like, so much footage, so many hours of that. The we funny thing everything. is, that was just story. I mean, we didn't do strikes, mm-hmm. raids, crucible. Mm-mm. Like, that was all just story, and there were just so much of it. And, and we had we did do a couple strikes, I believe. Um, Patrick and I did at some point. but And those were fun. It was just so much. Like we had a lot of hours, a lot of footage put into it over the course of a couple of weeks. And of course, that hard drive died, so I lost all that footage, which really, really made me sad. But like, there was a lot to do. Granted, that was you know after the game was you know dead, everyone stopped playing it and you know had moved on to Destiny too. But you know it was still fun to go back and play through everything. Like when I, it was completely enjoyable. I loved it. The golden age of Destiny. Mm-hmm. Back when it was good. Now it sucks. I mean, it doesn't well, suck. It it's a great finals. game if you've, like I said, if you've got nothing mm-hmm. else to play of it. I mean, Patrick and I have played Destiny 2 with you. Um, played some stuff here and there, but really just mostly PvP. We haven't done a whole lot of story stuff at all. Like, mm-hmm. we did the main campaign, I think, and that was it. 
Like, I mean, you bought the expansion post. pass, and I'd love to play through that content with you, but need got to other yeah, stuff we, to we, do. Yeah, we've got a lot of other stuff to do still. But yeah, we did buy the expansion pass when it went on sale, so we could play with them. And then other games came out that are better, and it's like, ooh, other games that we would rather sink our time into more, I suppose. But yeah, Destiny Two has problems, and it's very frustrating. Just like Marino. He's a very frustrating man. You know, you look at him and you see Yeah, he's a he's a nice looking guy. Wanna go up and say hi to him, but but then you go say hey and he just responds, Hey. He doesn't say, Oh hey, how are you? or Oh hey, who are you? He goes, Hey. And then you just like Is that it? Is that all we do or are we going to hang out in my backyard and smoke a joint? or What the fuck are you going on about? I don't know. I'm rambling until you zone back Jordan. in. Why am I making you sad? Because you're making me feel insecure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just rambling until Ben zones back in so we can talk about uh, his off topic. You guys just kind of... You just kept doing that. Like, you guys didn't really stop. I know. I, I, you could have just said my name. <laughs> I wanted to see if you would zone back in if I talked about something. I was listening the whole time. <laughs> I never zoned out that time. Well, shit, that's a first. <laughs> uh, so, so ben. there's a certain death metal band called Cannibal Corpse. Now, Cannibal Corpse just got announced to be a part of the next uh, North American leg of Slayer's quote-unquote final. It's really not going to be the last one. Tour. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess he's not going to be on that, because uh, he was arrested for burglary, for for a burglary. Um, let let's go ahead and read through this here a little bit. Uh, he's been arrested after a Northdale home caught fire with exploding ammunition inside. Uh, it was his oh. house? And they struggled uh, with getting the flames down because the ammunition was exploding inside the house. Um. Around the same time that the house caught fire, the sheriff's office got a call about a burglary in progress at a nearby home. An arrest report show uh, an arrest report shows O'Brien went in the house without permission and ignored orders from the family to leave. A sheriff's office supervisor says O'Brien pushed a woman down inside the house, then went into the backyard. It, it, it's this is all fucking bizarre. Cause like he's, like he's been in the band heavy. for fucking years. Like he's been in the band a long time. So to probably get kicked out uh, due to a burglary is like the last thing I would have expected. Mm-hmm. It sounds like he was on some heavy shit that night. Like yeah, for real. Like how, your house is burning down, exploding. You're gonna go rob someone else's house next door? What? Where? Where, where is the logic in any of that? Like, I don't see any logic behind that. Oh, oh shit! My house is burned down. I'm gonna go steal the neighbor's TV because I ain't gonna have one now. He also apparently, uh, wore an anti-suicide vest during his court appearance. Okay. So, that that's a thing. Didn't dress well in court. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah he's been in the band since 1997, so he's been in the band for 20 years. <laughs> wow, yeah. That's quite a while. Man, that's so bizarre. Well, I suppose uh, that wraps things up for the off-topic, which means we're at the end of the Lackadaisical Podcast for today. So I just want to say thank you guys for watching. Hope you've uh, enjoyed this episode. You can find me at Toad. And these are Twitter handles, of course. Find me at Jazawatoad. You can find Ben at VidSigma. You can find Vinny at VinnyPlaysVlogs. Patrick wasn't here, but you can find him at Assassin underscore Volk. And if you have trouble spelling that for some reason, just remember, it's Ass-Ass-In underscore Volk. Um, and Marino can be found at Marino584. Yep. And, uh, yeah. I want to say thank you again so much for tuning into this week's episode of the podcast, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Take it easy. Bye.